Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. As always, let's just get right into it, as we always do. Uh, Our subject today is going to be keeping your composure. Keeping your composure. And and I want to give you a little bit of a a backdrop here uh, for where we're going to be talking about. Let me just start off by saying um, I I understand that when I start this off, uh, I'm going to be putting my black card, so to speak, on the line. I'm, I'm going to be putting myself in danger here. Um, I might be getting kicked out of the black community, but let me go ahead and just put this out there. Keeping your composure. So so what we had, um, let me give you a background here. Uh, this weekend, uh, those of you who follow sports, um, you, you may have seen uh, the U.S. Open final, uh, which involved uh, Serena Williams and uh, Japanese Haitian player uh, Naomi Osaka. And so um, if you if you haven't been following sports or if you if you haven't been paying attention, there there was an issue that went on uh, at the U.S. Open this year. And so um, what you have was you have a situation where Serena's uh, team and I'm going to say it the right way. It wasn't Serena that was accused, but it was her team. They were accused of a coaching violation. Basically, they were accused of cheating. And and what this did was this cause, you know, I know people don't like to hear the term, but this, this is just the way I saw it. It caused a meltdown uh, by Serena Williams. And depending on who you're talking to, uh, some people feel like it was justified. Some people didn't really understand why she got that angry. Um, depending on who you're talking to and depending on how much they love Serena, quite honestly, you'll find some people that, that said, hey, I would have been just as upset and so on and so forth. Um, and so there was a meltdown and then, uh, she broke a racket and, you know, the umpire wound up taking points from her and so on and so forth. And, you know, for a lot of people, if they, they felt like Serena got robbed, um, no matter whether you feel like she got robbed or not, it definitely factored into the match. But if you, if you watch the match, uh, the young lady, Naomi Osaka, she, she played a very, very, uh, good match. Um, she played very well. In my opinion, I believe she was going to win anyway, based on how she was playing. But but there was a a a, a meltdown, if you will, by Serena. And I personally don't believe it was just that moment. I do believe that there's a lot of things that Serena has suffered in terms of being the 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 greatest female tennis player of all time, being a black woman in a sport that was primarily uh, dominated by Caucasians. There was a lot of things that that I believe that were built up in her that came out in those moments. Um, there was a lot of things that happened uh, up to that moment. There, there's been uh, reports of Serena being uh, drug tested more than any player, any other female player. There, there were uh, things that wardrobe issues where they said they didn't want her wearing certain things. Um, you know, it just seemed like they were picking on her. And, and I personally don't think that, what happened on Saturday was just about that moment. I think it was the culmination of things. And I think it really just boiled over because at least from my perspective, and I know a little bit about tennis, I've been watching tennis for a long time. I don't claim to play it, but I know some of the rules just, just based on the surface here. Let me just say this. Um, the violations that were called were within the rules. The argument was whether or not everybody does it. So, so let me just say this. Uh, her coach was accused of, of coaching her and Serena 
called the chair umpire a liar and said that this is this isn't happening. I wasn't cheating. This wasn't happening. Well, just after the match, her coach was interviewed by ESPN and he said, yes, I was coaching her. So he actually admitted to the violation, but he also said, you know, everybody does it. I don't know why we're being picked on. And, and again, like I said, I, I'm not going to disagree with the fact that that she's been picked on. I'm not going to disagree with that. But to suggest that the calls were outside of the rules is not right. Now, now let, let me let me go a little bit further here. Um, when you know that you're against the odds, when, when you know that the cards are stacked against you, um, um, there's a difference between, uh, being mistreated and there's be, there's a difference between being mistreated and having the exact letter of the law applied to you. And I think in this situation, we have a situation where Serena was having the exact letter of the law applied to her. Now we can argue all day about why that is, but the reality is it is what happened. And so it was something that happened. And it really, from my perspective, it caused her to lose her composure. So so why are we talking about this today in terms of you and I, um, in terms of losing our composure? My issue, my issue with a lot of this is that while we are rushing to defend Serena and saying, hey, I understand that that happened to me, I would have done that. Um, Serena is a champion tennis player. This isn't the first time that she's had to overcome something on the court. And in order to continue to persevere and win, every great athlete has to maintain their composure in the face of a bad call, in the face of un unfortunate circumstances. You've got to maintain your composure. My issue is the fact that there was still tennis to be played. The match wasn't over. I, I understand being upset. But if you if you regain your composure, if you calm yourself, if you steady yourself, the match is not over. There's still tennis to be played. So for all of us that and, and, and let me be clear, I'm a Serena fan for all of us that were rooting for Serena. We should not have wanted her to just lose it on a referee. What we really should have desired for her was if you had your moment, say your piece, whatever the case may be, compose yourself and go back out and fight. Go back out and finish the fight. Go back out and do everything that you can to win the match. Now, now I know somebody might be listening and says they're saying it's easy for you to sit there and say that because you weren't in the moment. I don't have to be in the moment to know that there have been times in my life where I have lost my composure and I did some things to actually make stuff worse when actually calming myself and steadying myself would have actually made things better. I don't have to be Serena Williams to know that that's happened in my life. And many of you who are listening to me right now, it's happened in your life where had you just taken a moment and said, this is unfair, or I feel like it's unfair. I feel like I'm being persecuted. But if I can just calm myself, if I can just get my focus back, if I can just steady myself, I can go back out here because there's still more time left. Let, let me give you another example here. We, we saw this in the NBA finals this year. Cleveland Cavaliers uh, playing the Golden State Warriors in game one. And LeBron had played this phenomenal game and it came down to the last second. Well, well, there's a rebound that's, that's grabbed by J.R. Smith and he's not focused. He doesn't know what the time is on the clock. He thinks they have the lead and time runs out and Cleveland doesn't get a, a shot at the basket. So a lot of people say, hey, this is where they lost the game. J.R. blew it and so on and so forth. Always losing sight of the fact that 
They didn't lose the game on that possession. It simply went into overtime. Overtime, they were dominated by the Golden State Warriors because they could not get themselves back together. They could not regain their composure because their mentality wasn't so much on there's still time left. We, we still have more game to play. It, it, it's just five minutes left on the clock. We can still do this. They were still focused on what happened before. The issue to me with, with the Serena thing is that there was still more tennis to be played. And, and, and while there's constant arguing and bickering back and forth with a chair umpire about what happened 5, 10, 15 minutes ago, the focus should have been on the fact that there's still more tennis to be played. Now, I know this is not a popular opinion because, again, in the black community, we love to support our own. We, we, we want to stick up for Serena. We want to make sure. And, and a lot of people w- w- have said to me, you know, considering what happened, I understand why she lost her composure. A- and my response to that is, I understand what happened and I understand why she lost her composure. But let's not pretend that she didn't lose her composure. Just because you feel like what happened was unfair. It's almost like the suggestion is that because this happened and it was unfair, she didn't lose her composure. She did lose her composure. You may feel like she had reason to, but she still lost her composure. And so let me pivot here very quickly. And then I'm going to be done with this because I may get kicked out of the community after this. Who knows? Let me pivot here, though. And let me give you all a biblical principle for this. And then we're going to be out of here. When I consider the story of Job, there are some things that happened to Job that had nothing to do with Job. God and the devil had a conversation and God took the hedge of protection from around Job. These things that happened to him had nothing to do with him. He lost all of his possession. He lost all of his children. Uh, His wife told him to curse God and die. His friends who were supposed to be his friends, they came and they talked about Job. Quite honestly, they didn't really comfort him. They talked about him. And in all of this, Job is trying to figure out what happened. I didn't do anything. Why is this happening to me? And there comes a point where Job loses his composure and he's challenging God and he wants to find God and he wants to have this Q&A with God. He, He literally wants to set God straight about all the things that God has done to him because he's been such an ambassador for God. You know, like Serena's been an ambassador for tennis. He's been such an ambassador for God. How could this happen to me, God? He lost his composure. But then there came a point where he met up with God and God had to set him straight and remind him who he was. He had to remind Job of who he was, and then he had to remind Job, I want to remind you, Job, of who you are. I made you. He helped Job regain his composure because Job still had more life to live. You you could spend your time moaning and crying about everything that you lost, or you can realize I still got more life to live. All of the things that he lost, he hadn't lost his own life. He still had more life to live. And so even in the midst of that, God helps Job to regain his composure. And we all know how the story ends, right? Job was blessed twice as much as he had before. But Job wasn't blessed that way until he prayed for those very friends who talked about him. His friends had to supply him with twice as much as what he had before, which tells me, as I preached this once before, that his friends had the means to help him all along. 
but they didn't. They chose to talk about him. But it wasn't until Job regained his composure and had to pray for those people that spoke ill of him that he was able to be blessed double for his trouble, as we like to say. Only a composed man can pray for people who ridiculed you and talked about you and put you down, even in the midst of losing all of those things through no fault of your own. Even in the midst of losing all your possessions and losing your children had nothing to do with you. Even in the midst of all of that, Job losing his composure didn't get him anything back. It wasn't until he steadied himself, listened to the voice of God and prayed as God instructed him that he was blessed with double for everything that he lost. My message to you all today as I get ready to close this out is you make sure that you keep your composure Life can be unfair. Life can be difficult. There are some things that are going to happen to you that are not fair. And then there are some times where the exact letter of the law is going to be applied to you when it wasn't applied to somebody else. There are going to be times where stuff happens to you because that's the rule and you saw other people get away with it. And you're going to have a moment where you're going to be like, why me? Why are you picking on me? Why are you trying to tear me down? Why are you trying to take this from me? But I want you all to know today that if you still got breath in your body, there's still life to live. The message that I had for people watching Serena was that the match wasn't over. There's the same message that I had for Cleveland Cavalier fans when they went to overtime in that game one. The game wasn't over. There's still more time. She still had more tennis to play. And I just believe that had she kept her composure, me personally, after watching the match, I don't think the outcome would have been different, but I think she would have been more satisfied had she composed herself and just went back out there and said, something's happening that's not fair. I've spoken my piece. Let me get back to the business at hand. She was more focused on the chair umpire than she was her opponent. And it just kept boiling over. See, you and I can be more focused on our circumstances and focused on the devil and focused on all of those issues that are happening around us that will lose our composure and lose sight of the big picture. No matter what's happening to you right now, that's causing you to be frustrated and upset and all of those things where you feel like you want to smash a racket, where you feel like you want to quit, where you feel like life is unfair. As long as there is breath in your body you still got a chance. There's still more life to live. You've got to maintain your composure. Even when life is unfair or even when life is a little bit too fair and there seems to be no leeway for you, no wiggle room for you, maintain your composure. If you don't get anything else out of this podcast on today, maintain your composure. Life isn't always going to be fair. Things ain't always going to go your way. But it's how you handle it after things go wrong that makes all the difference in the world. Some people will sink into defeat, but some people will go back out and they'll say, I recognize what's going on here, but I'm going to keep on fighting because I got breath in my body. I still got life to live. I'm going to keep my composure. And then when I lose my composure, I'm going to regain my focus and my composure and go back out there and fight to win. Listen, we hope that somebody was was encouraged by this this uh, podcast. I hope that the black delegation doesn't kick me out of the community for saying what I feel. And and again, I want to be clear. I love Serena, but I personally felt like her her lack of composure had more to do with her losing that match 
than anything that the chair umpire did. It's how you handle adversity in life that really does matter. All of us are going to face adversity at one point or another. We can either fall apart or we can regroup and go back out there and try again. So we hope somebody was encouraged by this podcast. Again, as always, we encourage you all to stop by any one of our websites. Stop by our ministry website, www.krjministries.org. Stop by there. We believe that you will be blessed. We also encourage you to stop by our publishing website. Our publishing website is www.krjpublishing.com. If we stop by there, we encourage you to go to our bookstore, pick up any one of our titles. If you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. That's all the time that we have for the Purpose and Beyond podcast on today. Again, we hope that somebody was encouraged by the word and uh, we'll see you all next time. Be blessed.